Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Detroit is the motor city. Yet one of the most vital car parts is made by foreign competitors. If you are depending on somebody who could be an adversary of yours for a very important product, they can cut off that product and that could hurt you. What makes semiconductor chips so important? And why is legislation working to steer that business away from China? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. During and immediately after the COVID-19 pandemic, the United States suffered a severe semiconductor chip shortage that affected many different industries, such as computers, phones, video games, and even the auto industry, where without semiconductor chips, car production stalled. What makes the semiconductor chips so important? Semiconductors are these special materials that are used to make these electronic chips, and these electronic chips are literally found in everything that plugs into a wall or runs on a battery. So some examples would be the microprocessor chips, which are the brains of your computers, your laptops, your phones. These perform all the computations. And the second one is all the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi chips that are used in our phones, our Wi-Fi routers, all of our mobile devices. And the third one is the microcontroller chips that we don't often see, but are used in cars or televisions, uh, toasters, washing machines, and digital cameras. Any type of electronic device has these chips in it that basically tell the different components of the system, uh, what to do, provides intelligence. We literally couldn't make it through the day without semiconductors, really. That was professor of electrical engineering at Wayne State University, Amar Basu. And it's easy to see after his explanation how a chip shortage could be so detrimental. Last year, President Biden signed the Chips and Science Act to combat this shortage. Next, you'll hear from WWJ Auto Beat reporter Jeff Gilbert on how the CHIPS Act accomplishes this. What the CHIPS Act is supposed to do is it's supposed to inspire and and also help fund more computer chip production in the United States. And it came out of the uh, computer chip shortage that we've had for the last couple of years. And this is more of a long-term thing. It's meant for long-term investment because we know we're going to need more computer chips. And there's a national security concern because today many chips are made in China or possibly in other countries like Taiwan that could be influenced by China. And uh, the, the concern is that the U.S needs its own domestic supply of computer chips. So that's why it passed on a relatively bipartisan basis, I guess as bipartisan as you can get in Washington these days. Moments ago, Jeff mentioned both investment and national security as reasons for the CHIPS Act's funding. And we will touch on both of those. But let's start with the investment. How much and where is this money going to incentivize domestic chip manufacturing? Here is Professor Basu again. What the CHIPS Act is covering, it's investing $52 billion 
and that has led to an additional $200 billion in private investment in companies like Hemlock. Uh, but that investment is going towards manufacturing, about $39 billion in manufacturing, about $10 billion for research and development, and then an uh, additional $2 billion for defense-related things. Now, because of that, a large number of semiconductor companies are either setting up new manufacturing facilities, for example, Intel, um, in, uh, in the Midwest, and historically they were out on the West Coast, but um, it's also allowing existing semiconductor companies to expand. So an example would be Hemlock. During Professor Basu's breakdown, he mentioned Hemlock Superconductor, a Michigan-based manufacturer who could benefit from this type of government funding. And as Jeff adds, attempting to secure that funding will generate fierce competition. Well, anytime federal money is available, every state is going to compete for it. Anytime investments are available, every state is going to compete for it. So Michigan is no different. They they want these. These chips are used heavily in the auto industry. So Michigan's pitch is, hey, there are a lot of plants here, a lot of research and development here. So it's good to have the, the chips here. But obviously, other people, other states are going to make their pitches as well, possibly lower labor costs, think things of that nature. So this is part of the overall competition for any federal money that may be available. Professor Basu also claims that the funding won't just benefit the industries that manufacture these chips, but also the American people too, as the funding will help to create more jobs. If you think about jobs, the Chips Act over the entire country, they are thinking like tens of thousands of new jobs. The latest estimate that I saw was uh, about 50,000 new jobs around the country. Now, specific in Michigan, I think Michigan has created a, um, a nice niche for itself between Hemlock and SK Siltron. So I, I looked this up recently. It seems like it, they, uh, SK Siltron invested $300 million in the Bay City due to the CHIPS Act. Uh, Hemlock has invested close to $400 million. And the state of Michigan has, has put in a lot of investments to help these companies. Now, these estimates are close to you know 1,300 jobs or so for Hemlock, close to that number for SK Siltron, and then another company that makes semiconductor materials for manufacturing, Mersin. They have over 100 jobs planned. So, yeah. These investments do result in well-paying jobs in the state of Michigan, and they're in manufacturing. You know, his, Michigan has a really good history in a manufacturing base, so it's, it's great to bring those types of manufacturing jobs to the state. But there is a snag here in Michigan. On Monday, Governor Whitmer wrote a letter to President Biden urging him to reconsider the definition the Commerce Department took for semiconductor manufacturing saying that the definition was restrictive and could prevent some Michigan companies, like Hemlock, from receiving funding. What is this restrictive definition, and how could it hurt companies like Hemlock here in Michigan? The CHIPS Act included this 25% tax credit for advanced manufacturing. That's the key issue. What is defined as advanced manufacturing? So the Commerce Department defined it advanced manufacturing as making the electronic chips. They did not include the companies making the ingredients and the substrate materials to make those chips. Specific issue that happened with Hemlock is that Hemlock is not manufacturing computer chips. They are making the polysilicon material, the ingredients to make computer chips. And Governor Whitner, what she she sent President Biden a letter saying that you know the people, the companies that are making the, the materials are just as important as the companies making the chips themselves. If you want to like establish an entire semiconductor supply chain in the United States, you need to have the materials makers as well as the chip makers. So Governor Whitmer wants wants the ingredients and the substrate makers 
to be included in that definition of advanced manufacturing so they can get the tax credit. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. While creating a bigger domestic supply of semiconductor chips will help prevent shortages in the future, another big reason is to help reduce the reliance on foreign manufacturers for this vital piece of our everyday life and to help protect national security. Back to Professor Basu. Back in the 80s and 90s, the U.S. share of semiconductor manufacturing was maybe like 40 or 50 percent. Now it's down to 10 percent. And semiconductors were invented in the United States. You know, the reason why manufacturing has gone overseas, as you can imagine, like there's lower cost manufacturing. In some ways, there's also like loosened environmental regulations in, in other countries that allows companies to make things cheaper overseas right now. But really the strategic importance of this is it's not just about money. If you have someone build your devices for decades, you've lost that technical know-how. And I think that's really the challenge that's happened in the United States. It is important for us to bring that back, not only for you know issues like the chip shortages that, that cost 22 million vehicles, as I mentioned earlier, but there's also these issues, geopolitical issues, what would happen if we were in some kind of conflict with uh, countries in East Asia where the semiconductor supplies were cut off? We need semiconductors for everything. Having your own supply ensures it can't be used against you in times of conflict. And that is something that Jeff over here at WWJ also believed could have been a reason. Here he is again, one last time. Well, the national security concern would, would be on a number of bases. One, the, the, the largest concern is, of course, if you are depending on somebody who could be an adversary of yours for a very important product, well, if they get angry at you, they can cut off that product and that can hurt you. Uh, the other thing is, I, I am sure much of our defense is using chips, so they would certainly want to source those domestically, even if they're not in weapons, even if they're in communication systems or things of that nature. And to a lesser scale, there could obviously be a concern that at some point in the future, possibly chips could be sent here that might somehow be corrupted, that might uh, track, might listen, might fail at the wrong time, anything like that. I mean, I'm going way out there now, but but those are the possible long-term concerns of people who want as many chips as possible built here in the United States. The term semiconductor chip probably doesn't mean much to most people, including myself before today. But without them, our everyday lives just aren't possible. So maintaining a supply is vital. Thanks to Jeff Gilbert and Professor Amar Basu for lending their expertise to this episode. Also, a special shout out to Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at Oakland University, Hong Wei Chu, for helping me further my understanding on this topic. And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. 
Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.